Hello and welcome once again folks to the In Too Deep podcast. Today we're getting really deep with this one as we're talking about sexual preferences. Whee, that's what she said. Uh, yeah, I'll shut up. Anyway, I bring on my friends Dylan and Jen to talk openly about sexual preferences and discussing the spectrum of how far it can go from relatively normal to living a difficult life when you're in the small margin of people who have obscure fetishes and can be potentially harmful to other people. Hope you all enjoy. so much oh. when we were walking around. <laughs> okay. What is crop dusting? It's when you fart while you walk. <laughs> like, a, like a crop duster? Like a plumber? <laughs> I never knew that. Yeah, dude. That's hilariously morbid. So when you're in Eureka and you're farting down the halls, you're crop dusting. Now you know. Do you do that? A Eureka? <laughs> yeah, you do. Maybe. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Don't be ashamed. Now I it's learned. on tape. Everyone knows. I learned something new today. <laughs> Everybody knows your it's dirty fart me. secrets. Well, as sad as that is, that actually might sort of be part of this topic and conversation because we're going to be talking about sexual preferences. And basically, I want to know from you guys, my friends Jenny and Dylan. What my would name's you... not Jenny, but okay. All right, Jenny Chan. <laughs> oh, God. Um, what do you both can? What would you consider constitutes a normal and regular sexual preference amongst, you know, everyday people? Holy shit, dude. I know, I know, I know right? <laughs> I don't think that that really exists. Like, I think that there's sort of like, uh, like, if it's a Venn diagram, like, yeah, there is a, a part of that diagram that we all somewhat share. I mean, there's certainly people with their circle from the Venn diagram, like, way off the chart, that aren't, that, like, they're into, like, I don't know, inanimate objects or trees or wacky shit, but, which, I mean, like, no judgment to them, everyone can be into whatever they're into, but I think for the most part, even though we all sort of share some things that we're into, each person is, like, into different things from different contexts of their life. Sure. Which is like a purely subconscious thing. You know, like you're you're not even really aware of what you're into. Right. Until you're like, wow, I didn't know I was into that. You know? Yeah. And I think that that is pretty different for everyone. Michelle, Jenny, thoughts? I don't know. I, I never really thought about that. I guess normal... I mean, normal <laughs> to me could mean something different to like another person. Yeah. Right? But... And what do you think is normal? I mean, I don't know, like, what you're yeah. used to. I right. guess, like, you know, like, straight was always normal. Well, Before, like... Yeah. But you you also grew up in a predominantly Hispanic, which is, like, there's, like, the... But I'm saying, normal. like, you know, now, in this age, everyone... You know, like, gay is normal now. But, right, like, growing right. up, it was... I don't know, you just didn't really hear still, about it as yeah. much. So... Well, I think when we were growing up, it was still, like... It was starting to be more accepted. People were becoming more open and more, like, willing to accept other people for 
sort of, but even those, the, the, I feel like the sexualities that people were opening up to at that time was still by today's standards, pretty normal. Like it was just like people were kind of learning about like bisexuality and, and homosexuality. And, you know, it wasn't really like, well, I'm a quarter man and well, when you say sexual preferences, do you just mean like gay, straight, or whatever, you know, stuff anything, like that? Absolutely. Or do you... Anything that you, I mean, anything that you seem like you believe to be normal. What do you, what would, what's their opinion? What do you think it but is? But does that include like kinks and stuff? Well, I think that that's like kind of almost a separate thing. And that's what I was saying, like what I'm trying to touch up on, right. is that I feel like everyone's kinks are very unique to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course we share some. Of course, like everyone has certain things that they share with other people of that same fetish or kink or whatever you want to call it. But the the unique configuration of that one person's, all of their kinks and fetishes is sort of what makes them that individual. You know what I mean? Sure, absolutely. And I think that, that if you want to tie that to sexuality, it can make sense that way. You can make an argument for that. But if you also want to simplify sexuality into much easier to understand um like labels or categories like bi or straight or gay or whatever then you could also do that sure and i asked this question kind of not almost as like a trick question in the sense that there isn't really such a thing as what's completely normal is that i think that's what we're touching up on is that it's kind of impossible to characterize categorize everybody in like a normal or weird thing but having said that we do, like you said earlier, growing up, straight was pretty much normal, and gay wasn't too much normal as it is considered right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Why are these things kind of looked upon as, like, terrible? And we there's obviously a lot of answers, but it's kind of strange. And, like, how do you think that ever like, came across as, like, well, something being completely, like, seen as wrong, like being gay? Right. Well, there there is, like, um, I think that homosexuality was vilified at certain points in different cultures for different reasons, probably. I mean, I'm not an expert on the subject, but if I were to guess, it would probably be because, you know, if if I was in charge of a religion or a culture or whatever, um, and there weren't as many people as there are today, then perhaps one could imagine that, that the leaders of that culture would say, well, we only want procreation. We only want straight procreation to happen to carry on whatever this culture or religion or ideology, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? So like that kind of makes sense. Is it terrible? Yeah. But does it make sense for the time that it was in? Sure. Um, I think that the pendulum is starting to swing the other way where we're starting to say, Hey, these things like that doesn't inherently make you evil. That doesn't put you on a bad part of the moral spectrum to like people of the same sex or do you know what I mean? Like that doesn't, that doesn't make you a degenerate or, you know, whatever, whatever words they used to describe those people at the time that they came up with, Hey, let's stop having gay people because they don't procreate. And I think that that's probably where it originated from. But I, like I said, I don't, I don't really know. But it's also cause it's like something different. That's true. Yeah. It's, it's, it is a minority. Like the majority of human beings are not gay. Yeah, and I, yeah, I think that's I think that's probably like that's the best answer. It hits the nail on the head, and I think especially with the whole procreation thing in terms of like being gay. Uh, fun, well, 
there are like, but then there are like sort of like sub sort of like uh, kinks that people have where people are like really big into like foot fetishes or they like, uh, right. I don't know, they have things where they like, they dress up as babies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but and yeah. That's like, true degeneracy right, right there. God, <laughs> you, anyone that does that, kill yourself. No, just kidding, just kidding. Okay. Um, but having said that, those things, they're not necessarily against the idea of uh, procreation, but they're seen as kind of odd, and it, like it's, it's almost like embarrassing to tell right. somebody that you're into it. How do you think that kind of happens if it's... I guess it's like, again, because it's very rare to find that when the majority of people are just into, I guess, being straight and doing mm-hmm. straight things. Well, are you are you asking, like, how does the fetish cultivate in that individual, or are you asking, like, how do they socially find other people of the same fetish? guess kind of both and why why do people have such a sort of weird uh, view and stance on it right well i think that it kind of stems back to the conversation we had the other day about like why a lot of both men and women will like older people mm-hmm. like uh, some girls like older men and some a lot of men i i know like older women mm-hmm. and that's because when you're learning about sex when you're sort of when sex is being taught to you and you're curious about it and it's an interesting thing, you're at a very young point in your life. And at that point in your life, I think that you're you're influenced by all types of things in your environment that could lead to some subconscious thing about you being... I mean, like, I don't know if... I don't know enough about that many fetishes, so I don't know if, like, the whole baby aspect, if it's just the idea of being so submissive that you're a child, like a baby... Or if you if if that's what turns them on, or if the the aspect of being taken care of turns them on, I don't I don't know because it's not like some king. people just like wearing diapers, <laughs> and, and doing the poo poo and the pee pee. Um, yeah. Well, whatever it is, I think that it probably stems to something that happened either in their environment or something that they internalized that when they learned about sex and created their sexuality in that phase of their life, something just made that happen which is why i think it is unique per individual mm-hmm. you know at least that's what makes sense to me i could totally be wrong i don't know <laughs> yeah no, I, and it's kind of funny because I, I guess and i hear that a lot with uh, you know each sort of different fetish and maybe the individual it's like something that happened in their life that it was a certain circumstance that sort of triggered this sort of behavior and right uh, and it but it begs the question, is it, does that mean that it's actually possible to change that? Or was it, is it once set in stone? Is it, is that, is that kind of it? I mean, I think that that's actually kind of on the grand scheme of things, a question that has less to do with fetishes and more to do with a human being as a human being. I mean, like you one one could ask that about your developmental stage as a child. How far can you veer from that development? So, I mean, like, you could apply that to fetishes or you could apply that to behaviors in any form, whether sexual or not. And I think that there's, I think that there's a lot of evidence for both arguments. I personally subscribe to the argument that you can because it just seems a little more optimistic and hopeful than, like, (laughs) well, you know, your your environment and family (laughs) fucked you up when you were a kid and that's the track you're on. That's it. You know, like, I think that, that people are given, should be given a little bit more credit for that, I've seen a lot of people, you know, change very drastically, you know, whether it's getting into fitness or cultivating some discipline or enjoying some art or form of expression. I think that, like, people 
definitely can change from that. And I, I would assume that that could go into your sexuality or your fetish. I don't, life I mean, as well. maybe. It's well, like, yeah. you know, some gay people don't want to be gay. and That's true. You know, but I mean, like, yeah, th- there's also like how much of that is like environment. Yeah. And how much of that is like genetic predisposition or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, is there a gay gene or is it? It's like the nature versus nurture argument, and I don't, I don't really know either or. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I tend to believe that, like, if you, if if you live in a society that's so anti-homosexual, and you're constantly like, there's not really any indicators of like what homosexuality is. There's not really any like, you know, nurturing or strong mentors of homosexuality and you still end up being homosexual, I would argue that that could prove that there is a bit more of it being nature mm-hmm. versus nurture. Like, it's not your mm-hmm. environment that catalyzes that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? In my opinion. I don't, no, I don't I really know. I agree with that. Yeah, and, and it's funny because, I mean, it's not... Um, if you were to go up to any old regular straight guy and... May, I mean, there is a... Um, I can't remember the name of the the spectrum. It's a um, it's a scale. It's oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, which I was just talking about this earlier. Uh, but it's a scale of one to six where it defines your sexuality between uh, I think or I think it's zero to six, something like that. Where zero being uh, a perfect gay or straight guy and six being vice versa. Right. And uh, three being the, the perfect bisexual, absolutely having complete attraction for both sides. And everybody somewhere being on that. Yeah. And they have like decimals in there too, right? Like you can be like a 2.5 or something, right? Like it's, so. it's not just a 2. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know to be honest. I actually, I have to look into it a little bit more. Yeah, I've heard of this test. It's the, Is it the Kinsey? Kinsey's, yeah, yeah the that's Kinsey it. Yeah, scale, the Kinsey test or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know how one would take that test. Like, do you... Is yeah, it, do you, you sit down? Is it a scan like, I, think yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. I guess nowadays maybe you could scan somebody's like brain patterns and see which areas of the brain are like lighting up. Maybe I'm not even entirely sure. I could be talking shit, but uh, I know I think back when he did it, which might have been in like the like 70s, or so, it was definitely questions. Yeah, that's how mm-hmm. he was getting the data because there wasn't really a lot of questions. But I think that. that is also a dangerous, or not dangerous, but like uh, an inaccurate. Uh, I should say, way to gather information because, I mean, people are, a lot of the times I feel like people are not even honest with themselves about things that they like or fetishes or kinks or whatever. It comes from a place of like either shame or just a lack of knowledge, a place of ignorance, a lack, you know, lack of knowledge where they don't know, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm, I'm into this. So when you're asked, it's like, am I into that? Oh, I don't think so you know but then you could be like something could happen where you could go yeah actually i am Mm -hmm. you know so and and i think maybe that proves that you can change i don't know or maybe you were always like that maybe you were you know destined to change into that form of sexuality or whatever it is but i don't know i think that that asking people like well, do you like dick? You know, or whatever it is. You know, what if they don't know if they like He's dick? He's a nice guy. You know, I mean, like, yeah. But unless it was just, like, weird arbitrary questions, like, you know, do you like apples or something? And then he could just figure out from these yeah. strange questions, like, well, that dude's gay. <laughs> 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 like, apples. You know? So, 
that I would almost believe more than if they were all sexual in nature, like all the questions. Then I would, I would, I would also be interested in how he, how he came about this test. Yeah, and I, I uh, the other question I suppose I was going to ask going off that is, uh, depend, I guess depending on the person, but if you were to go up to just any old regular street or gay person mm-hmm. and you ask them, could you, could you do the other thing? Could you, would you, would you, could you change? Right. It's kind of like it would never like occur to them. Oh yeah, sure. Like, cause it, it, unless right. I mean, unless they're being completely like, I don't know, not telling. Unless they're not telling the whole truth, it's kind of strange to just think. No, I, I definitely couldn't do that. There's no way I could just become gay if I was straight or become right. Like, that that I kind of get too because yeah. I think that like, how much of that is is a choice that you can choose to change, and then how much of that. But then again, I'm not really entirely sure how much of that. For I think it's definitely different for men than it is for women too, mm. because men socially, um, it's definitely not as easy for men to uh, explore to figure things out. It's it's a lot of the times it's seen as as soon as a guy does anything with another guy, he's gay. Mm. As opposed to women, a lot of the time it's like well. You know, women can explore their sexuality with other women, with other men, with whatever, and they can. It's not as it's not. We're not as quick to label them. We still do because that's what we do with everything. But we, I feel like with men there is still this sort of, um, this like macho, you know, and you're either a feminine gay boy or you're a macho ladies man, you know, mm. and that's still in a lot of aspects of our culture, I yeah. think, and a lot of cultures, um, which I don't think is inherently evil or wrong, mm. but I just don't think it's the only way that has to be, you know? Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that it would, there's probably a lot of young men that are like curious or like, am I this or am I that? And that's probably why those older guys are like, no, I would never change, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you find out the guy, right? <laughs> yeah, like, just like in, uh, <laughs> then they get caught in the bathroom with some like, you know. Yeah, that happens a lot. With like, yeah, very, very homophobic. Like, it's like legislators too. You know, it's yeah. like people in power that are like, gay people shouldn't be married, and then I'm gonna go blow this young man in the bathroom. And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> okay, dude. On a side note as well, I always did wonder because I never like actually have the courage to like go up to any of them and ask. But like, do you, do you ever wonder about? Um, like you, you see, like uh, gay guys or lesbians, but they're, it's not—they're not just gay. They're like particularly feminine, like particularly feminine or like masculine. Mas- masculine. Right. And I always wonder, like I, I understand like a, a guy that wants to be uh, a girl or a, the other way around, but I always wonder about like women who are lesbians, but they have that. I, and I don't want to sound like rude by saying this, but dyke look where they have the, the <laughs> it's really, yeah. I know it's a, like a derogatory term, but they like, is they have, that, or butch, is that better? I think butch I, might I, be yeah. better, it's but I think it's still, it's still, yeah, I don't, yeah. Think, I don't think that they would enjoy being called either, Probably but, not. but, but I, I know what you mean, that more like masculine, they would be referred to yeah. as, as those words. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think that there's, it's really interesting to me too, that like, um, some of the gay people that I know, uh, male and female, are like that, where they're the the men are a little bit more feminine. Yeah. They have a, a little bit more feminine um, 
uh, even like the way they talk and mannerisms. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Um, but then I also know the opposite of that where there's sort of men that are just like very straight, but like not. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. They would, you'd look at them and you'd be like, that's just a guy. Like that's just a dude, but he's totally into other dudes. You know what I mean? And he's into other dudes that look like dudes, you know, that are like, you know, either they're just like more masculine looking. So either like gym guys or, you know, bears or, and there's whole parts of the gay community that are like that too. Oh yeah. Um, that are into more masculine or into whatever, into subs, into, and I think that that's kind of something that in all honesty, I think carries over to straight stuff too. Like there's guys I know that kind of like pixie haircuts and more dominating aggressive women that Mm. could, you could arguably say, look a little masculine and that guy's straight. Mm. Um, and then there's, you know, obviously guys that like very pretty, very feminine girls. Um, and then I think that there's girls that like androgynous. I mean, like, look at, look at K-pop. Look at, like, yeah. you know, like, look at those guys. They're, they're like beautiful men, I you know, <laughs> yeah. like they, they're like androgynous looking, you know, like they're, they're not androgynous. They're just pretty. They're, oh, some of them are pretty androgynous. Like, it's kind of synonymous. I mean, I guess. Way. They're, they're, I wouldn't say that they're feminine, but they're not what you would think of as masculine. Okay. Now, that doesn't mean that they don't act, act masculine. I'm just talking purely aesthetically. Yeah. And yeah. there are huge amounts of women that love them, that mm-hmm. think that they're, like, amazing. You could even argue Justin Bieber at one point is, is right. kind of, like... Kind of looked How a little bit feminine. How dare you <laughs> say that Justin Bieber I mean, and, like, and, like, young... K-pop stars are, like, the same thing? <laughs> oh, no, I'd never... Do not mention no, him in no. the same thing. <laughs> Please. But, like, yeah, because he was... I mean, it's, like, a... a like to, sort like, of young... Yeah, Almost. and he had the little sort of bob cut and like, right. like, a, right. like a bunch of little girls. Like even though he's like a little pretty boy, it's like that's like super hot to them for some. I'm like, well, it's kind of it's kind of odd and like kind of the same way with the the sort of more masculine lesbians or feminine gay guys. It's like it's it's not as simple as like, well, I like girls, so I'm gonna just stick with sort of right. being a girl. It's like they have their own sort of Kinsey scale in itself. Yeah, it's weird. It's funny. I think that everything. I mean, you could apply that to everything in life, really. Like, there are varying scales of complexity and simplicity. And if you want to focus on the simplicity, then you can. You can you can categorize things into very simple categories and say, gay, straight, bi. Boom. I'm done. Yeah. I don't want to think about it anymore than that. LGBTQ. Or you can... A, B, C, D. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, you can, you can dive deep into the whole what's going on here. This individual likes this thing and it means this to them. And, and I think that it's, I think we have to appreciate that it's a spectrum that it, it, it can exist as both, mm-hmm. you know, like I think that it's hard for people to accept that they want it to be one or the other. So they're like, well, you're either in my camp where there's like, I'm, you know, trans tree and I'm like, whatever, mm-hmm. which to me is like weird. And I'm, but I'm, I'm like, as long as they're not hurting anyone, I don't, I don't really care, but like, or, you know, they think it's either that or you're against it. You know, like you, you hate them. It's like, I don't hate anyone. I just think that it's, like I said, it's a spectrum of complexity and simplicity. So whatever your sexuality, it can be extremely simple. It could be, I like, I like girls. That's it. You know, yeah. <laughs> like I just like girls. You know, or it could be like, well, I only like this type 
or like sometimes I like these people or sometimes I have this preference, you know, or sometimes I have this kink or whatever it is. Sure. Mm. Go for it. Yeah. You know, but it's like, it can be both. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of, uh, hoeing people, which, uh, actually kind of one of the reasons I decided I was going to talk about this topic was, um, sometimes there are, uh, you know, there are prefer- people have preferences where they actually, they do want to hurt people. And, uh, sometimes it will be, they'll, are you talking about physically? Physically and also emotionally. Like emotionally. Yeah. And one, I guess one example physically is like, you know, you have like people who are into S&M and want to, right, right. or, or they like, you know, extreme being, variations of S&M. Too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, and then you've got things where people, well, you have pedophiles who are actually into, you know, they're into right. obviously sleeping with younger people. And, uh, the, the crazy thing about that is, is that, and it's why I asked, is there, do you, do you mean, do you think there's any way it can change? Is because it's kind of, it's kind of, I guess, like, horrible. And, and not just for the fact that, you know, it's a kid, like, they're going to, like, go after kids. But the fact is, they never really, I mean, if it's possible to change, I hope it would be. Because it's kind of... Right for that for, for them, like it's that. kind of having to. It sucks knowing that I'm only ever going to be attracted to young kids. That right. is pretty much it. Yeah, but I think that that some of those. See, that's why I think that there's a difference. Maybe not a difference, but that like there's a broader sexuality and then subcategories of sort of kinks or fetishes. Mm. <laughs> and as weird as this sounds, yeah. I think that pedophilia can often be sort of almost categorized as one of those instead of more of a sexuality. Because I feel like a sexuality is sort of a, a broader paintbrush. Right. It's like, well, like when someone is gay, you don't necessarily think like, well, he's a pedophile because yeah. he's gay. Yeah, like, right. no, you just think that he likes people of the same sex or he or she likes people of the same sex, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that those things might arguably be more hardwired, more deeply rooted mm-hmm. into your subconscious or, you know, whatever. And the kinks aspect, the fetish aspect mm. of your sexuality, I think is more something that is uh, suspect to change. Like you can, I, I would think, I, I mean, like I, I personally feel like I have had fetishes or not fetishes, but like definitely um, preferences change. As I've gotten older, as I've gone through certain parts of my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, I can't imagine that that, that wouldn't be true for some of the more Maybe odd, extreme ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Extreme fetishes and kinks. But I think that, like, a lot of those extreme fetishes or kinks, like I said earlier, I believe probably come from something internalized from your environment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which a lot of, like, pedophiles, that's them being a lot of the times, you know, victims of pedophilia themselves. Yeah. Right. So then they internalize that and then that's something that they I think there's for for that, there's like different I guess types I would right. wanna say. You know, some I mean I don't I don't like read about pedophiles or like I don't know. So I don't know what they're like what some of them say some of them, like, who's to say they're not mentally ill? 
Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or, like, some were victims, too, or some it's just, like, some weird, like, power trip or, mm-hmm. you know. Right. I don't know. So. Yeah, I don't really know a lot about it. <laughs> yeah, and it's it, it's kind of a shame in a sense because it's a uh, even though the and for the love of God, if there's any pedophiles or sorry pedophiles, not not even English anymore, if there's any pedophiles listening, for the love of God, don't sleep with a child. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't do it. Don't you do it? Um, I'm missing my point here. Point being, I was going to say is it's kind of sad that there isn't like a whole bunch of research about it because I kind of almost feel like you, like right. they're probably a little helpless in the sense that like what. What exactly can you do? Because, I mean, really, realistically, the best thing they probably can do, especially if you live in somewhere like America where they're very strict on laws about it, is, uh, and anywhere else in the world, really, but, like, particularly right. here, you do anything that's, like, as a sexual offender, you go, on, like, you go on a list, you go on probation for years, you're not allowed to leave states and all these kind of crazy laws. You can't right. live near schools Yeah, or whatever. Right. you can't go to events where there's, like, yeah. under 18s and stuff like that. I spoke, and, like realistically their best bet is to find someone who is of age that looks really really young and right does that necessarily does that there's also there's the whole aspect of like i'm really interested in how the future of things like vr the things like um ar things like that are gonna affect things like sexuality Mm. because i mean like the reason why we're against pedophiles pedophiles, whatever you want to call them, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is because of the fact that it harms, um, arguably, I mean, most of us would agree, yeah. but we don't really know, we think so, yeah. that it harms children in, in, in a developmental stage in their life, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Having, having that amount of sexuality, having sexual relations with someone at such an early age can stunt a lot of, you know, growth in and maturity and, and, you know, cause PTSD, like anxiety, you know, crazy things that they have to deal with for the rest of their life. Yeah. That's the reason why we don't like pedophiles, right? Yeah. But if the pedophile is having sex with someone who is, like you said, of age, Mm -hmm. but what they see in either a VR or an augmented reality device is, you know, a little, I mean, like, heck, even a little anime girl or something. Yeah. You know, like, (laughs) whatever it is, I mean, weird, sure. Harmful? No. You know, and I think that's the difference, and I think that that's, now, should it still be something that maybe that person should, you know, try and get some help for? Sure. Yeah. 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 You know, because because they don't want to... They don't want to cross that line into reality where, right. you know, they're no, actually they harming should, someone. But, you know, like, since it's so, like, oh, my God, you can't even talk to anybody about it. Yeah, I mean, even if, like, um, well, there, I think there are communities for, like, lolis and Shota or Shada. That's different. Called. That's, like, anime. And but I, it's, I, it's, it's more acceptable. And it's not real. Right. right. Yeah. But that's no, what but I'm saying, saying like, if, if, if I was into, that? like, little boys or something and, right. like, you know... Yeah, who, who would talk I talk to? to? Yeah. Who could you even tell? Right, because right, the they would of, automatically, yeah. you know, yeah. like... They'd be like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, Holy yeah. shit, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, yeah, I mean, I don't know, it's just like, it's such a... It's a touchy subject. It really is. <laughs> Nobody, yeah, like, like yeah. wants... And that's like, I don't, I'm not... I don't want to say I sympathize with them. 
Yeah, or, well, it's, it's like you know, I'm not saying, like, what they do is okay. You know, they are harming, you know, mm-hmm. little kids. Yeah. But do they know that they are? I think or, some of them do. And yeah. it's just such a hard impulse to... Uh, because, you know, not a lot of people have a large amount of self-control. They don't have a lot of discipline, especially when it comes to sexual urges. That's why, like, the vast majority of marriages are cheating on each other and, like, all types of stuff. You, you know, because when it comes to your sexuality, I think it's very difficult for people to cultivate an, a, a certain amount of self-control. And they have to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like they're forced to. Like, imagine if you couldn't have sex with me or, like, a guy. Like, yeah, could you imagine yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine, like, never being allowed to have sex with a man? Like, yeah. no matter what the situation is. Yeah. That would that would take a large amount of self control on your part. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So it's like, I think that they know, mm-hmm. but like they just they'll cross that line because it's just so. Or hard. maybe some of them. Know. I mean, there, there is actually I mean uh, such a thing as Nambla. I, I know they make fun of it in South Park, but that was a genuine thing where it was the I think it's the National American Man uh, Boy Love Lovers Association <laughs> or something. And okay. they, they yeah, all right, hilarious. They, uh, it's not hilarious, but it is itself. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, not to be confused with the National American Marlon Brando Lookalikes Club. Okay. Oh, okay. That's so stupid. Anyway, um, <laughs> I love that episode. But they, um, it's, it's I, I suppose the, the thing is, is that there's, clearly there's a problem, isn't there? And it's like, obviously, don't be doing this stuff. But having said that, it's what it what is there to do? What do we, do we just right. kill them all, or do we just throw them all in jail? Do we just completely, absolutely scold them forever? Because it doesn't seem like that's Light the right thing to do. Either. Yeah, like they are. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. Because even though they're seen as like abominations, they are people, and it, it, right. like, it kind of just happens to them. And I don't think yeah. they know what. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. That's the other thing is I, there needs to be more research and stuff. And I think that like also going back to besides pedophiles, yeah, people that are into physical abuse or like rapists emotional abuse I feel like is a little bit more touchy because it's that's kind of a little bit more difficult to pinpoint whether or not someone is really on board with that but physical Mm -hmm. abuse there definitely are masochists that are totally down for you to put hooks in their body and hang them from the ceiling you know what I mean and if you find if there's communities and tools for you to find other people like that so that you're not like yes you are harming someone but that person wants to be harmed and at that point are you harming them you know what I mean like there's there's like I mean because at what point where where do you draw the line like what if a chick is just giving me a really bad hand job and she's like you know yanking my dong that she's harming me should we should we put her in the same boat as like the people that want to fish hook, you know, <laughs> some some poor person? Like no, you know, she just, you know, yeah. so, well maybe one was intentional and the other was not. I, still, I think that if there is a certain amount of consent and obviously also safety, because there needs to be like safe words and things like that, so that if the person's like, hey, maybe I'm not as into this as I thought, yeah. you know. Um, but besides that, I think people go to town. And I think that also maybe that does tie back into the whole VR AR thing where it's like if some bro wants to boink a lolly, mm. yeah. you know, a little anime girl, <laughs> yeah, hey, she's not real. 
Yeah. There's not a real little anime girl that's life is ruined now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that if once we start cultivating those technologies and they become more developed to the point that like sexuality and like things like that can be explored maybe a little bit more. Um, I don't know. I just think that that's going to be a really interesting time. It's also going to be really weird for like dating and stuff. Yeah. Because I don't know. I feel like a lot of a lot of male female interaction in the dating scene is because men have this extremely strong desire to put their penis in things. Yeah. And if their penis can just go in something that is literally whatever the fuck they want, like their dream girl every day. Mm. Oh, uh, you know, like I watched this thing when I was a kid and now I get to boink it, you know, like I watched this like show and there she is. There's the actress from that show. Oh, I get to have sex with, I don't know, Kira Knightley. It's not really her. You know, I'm not really having sex with Kira Knightley. But, like, for all intents and purposes, it looks, feels like I'm having sex with Kira Knightley. Yeah. How many, like, how many bars would just be fucking empty? Like, yeah, you know? Yeah. That's like, a really good point. Like, how many dudes are just going to be like... Yeah, no, I'm not going to pay for your drink, because I could just go home and boink Kira Knightley. Yeah. You know, seriously. like... That's a good point. It's kind of almost like how, how Toys R Us went out of business because they couldn't keep up with, like, kids buying tablets. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be the same with, like, bars and clubs. They're not, like, yeah. they can't keep up with technology, because now technology ruined. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, unless you go out to actually enjoy drinking, you weirdos, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's alcohol. Yeah. That's true. You'll well, you'll go to the bar, you'll get your drink, and then you'll go home and yeah. and boink your VR. Or <laughs> have VR things there so that yeah. you can keep paying or something. Like that, right? Yeah, that's crazy. But um, I can't. God, I can't remember what my question was going to be on that one. But uh, <laughs> well, that's, that's, that is a really interesting. Like, uh, well, I think like, that what I, it would do. Sorry to cut you off. No, no, you're good. You're good. Um, I think what it would do is it would make people have more relationships that they want to have. Instead of having a relationship for the sake of just sex. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, I wonder how many men feel pigeonholed into a relationship because they're like, this pussy is bomb. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, But that's like, it? Like, I really? would not Our be guys... surprised. I would not be surprised if there were dudes that are literally, I can't stand her voice. I come home. She's obnoxious. But at night, we get under the covers. Bam. I can't it's imagine something like that. But really? No. Well, that, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like myself. I, I could not. I, I I've met so. I've met people in like relationships and who are married and like um, they're they're very comfortable. Like they've they've they're not. I guess like they've married this person because even though they're not like the ideal thing for them, they've known them for a long time and it's a sense of security and friendship. And right. they, eventually, they do like love the person because it's in a, like they get to know them and they get attached to them and things like that. Um, but it's, I guess, in a, it, it's also kind of like, well, when, obviously, you know, the, people don't, like, it's not as seen as a good thing to go out and cheat on your partner that if you've right. got a family with them and stuff like that. But in, in the same, in a, in a weird sense, is it technically, if you, if you go and do these things with another person, obviously, it's, you know, it's against what you agreed to when you, you know, started the relationship, unless you had, like, some kind of open relationship. But when, mm -hmm. technically... If you were, I mean, and there's no way that anyone could ever really stop somebody from doing it because it, it's, there's no way of telling. If you were to, I mean, if you like think about somebody else while like say masturbating, is, is that in a sense, it's almost kind of like cheating because it's kind of, you have the same intent of doing it. Right. I mean, yes and no, because yeah. 
To me, cheating, like, I don't care if she thinks about Wolverine while she's <laughs> flicking the bean. Like, I don't... Like, I'd I, prefer Batman. But... Right. I mean, uh, I was talking about, what's his name, the actor. Um, Hugh Jackman. Okay, yeah. Hugh Jackman. Christian Bale, please. Christian Bale? <laughs> Hugh Jackman's way hot. Uh, yeah, no. Well, yeah, he's getting, he's getting I up like there Christian in years. Bale. Yeah, Christian Bale's pretty good. Um, yeah. Anyway, I fully expect her to. Like, I'm th- that's a completely unreasonable idea to believe that she will only from this day forward think of me in all sexual things. Like, that's that's unheard of. That's, like, not... That's not fair. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and for me, it's it's purely... I'm I'm definitely able to admit that I'm insecure to the point where I don't want her to have sex with other guys. Like, mm-hmm. that would make me jealous. That would make me very unhappy. But her thinking about it is a different thing. Yeah, absolutely. And if she thinks about it without the intent of doing it physically, mm. because there's a certain amount of intimacy in, in physically touching other people. In, in, that, in adding that physicality to it brings this... It just makes something very emotional. It, it adds this validity to it. Mm. You know, and so I think that that's why it's hard for people to physically ha- you know have a relationship with other people when they're so emotionally invested in someone mm. because you know that there is a certain amount of intimacy mm. no matter how hard you try for there not to be there's always going to be at least a little bit you know what i mean yeah. even if it even if it is literally just we're just having a physical thing and then that's it like get out of here one night stand type of deal. Mm. There's still just for that one minute, there's sort of emotions mixed in and things like that. That I just think that human beings can't really like control that well. Yeah. You know? And so I think that that's why maybe it's, it's different for someone to like actually get into a physical relationship and cheat on someone. But if she was to like, I don't know, in VR, like, if she was like, if I came home and she's flicking the bean with a VR headset and like, I'm looking, I look at the computer monitor and it's like some hot dude, as long as she doesn't like personally know that guy, I mean, even then I would just be like, I would be a little bit like, eh, a little jealous, but I would be like, just don't ever do anything with him. But this is like porn. It's like porn is porn right. cheating. What was the question exactly. again? I don't well, remember. It's, I mean, is that? I mean, well, it's like thinking of someone else yeah. while doing a sexual act. Is that? Would you consider that cheating? So if you and I right. were having sex and you or I I'm thought, thinking of Jake. Okay. <laughs> is that cheating? No, it's just weird. <laughs> It's not that I don't weird. know. Cool. That's weird. <laughs> but it's not cheating. It's, no, it's, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know like, my answer. I don't know how I feel You know, I, I guess to add on to that, and uh, I suppose what it is is that um, when you do it with somebody else and you're actually, you know, you're developing a relationship with someone outside physically than the, from the relationship you do have, I suppose in a, I, I personally believe it makes things a little messy. Because right. then you start to add in new connections and new, like, intimacies and actual, like, personal human connection and stuff like that and so it's and i don't necessarily i kind of almost don't necessarily believe that humans are like built for multiple 
relationships in that sense. I think it's like I think you. Right. I think you maybe can. I think it's like I. I mean, I've met people who are in open relationships and it does work, and that's cool. Right. But it's it's kind of it, it almost it's feels difficult. like yeah. It almost yeah. feels like. Um, well, like you, because you want that that one person that you know you can absolutely trust and rely on and have there all the time, and uh, it, that they they represent that thing to you. Whereas it's kind of confusing when like two of them, because then it's like, well, which one is it? Which one right. does, does represent that to me? And then right. it, it gets kind of messy and confusing. I suppose that maybe that's why that constitutes just cheating rather than just having the the urgent impulse to do it with like a VR or just you know by right. yourself. Well, I think even even open relationships, depending on how they are. Mm. are still like because we also know people that are in in sort of like open relationships and there's always like for the ones that I've seen that work there's always an insane amount of communication mm. there's always I mean like which you should have in a relationship fucking anyway mm. but you know they're not just like oh I'm in an open relationship so I'm just gonna go fuck a bunch of people Yeah, you know what I mean they're talking to their partner about like oh like I was talking to this guy and like the partner will be like, eh, I don't really like him. Or like, oh, yeah, that guy's hot. Go for it. Too. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, so. This is also a gay relationship. <laughs> I, we I don't know. We know yeah. yeah. We don't know any like straight couples. I, true. I actually do know a straight and we actually work with one, but I won't say the name. I uh, think I probably know. Probably do. I don't know. Um, but but I'll <laughs> take your word for it. Um, Wait. Well, are the, not the ones that we work with or whatever, but. Is that the one, or do you know two? I, I know one. Oh, okay. I know one that we actually do work with. Uh, one, again, one I think it's tough to say, because that's probably a newer relationship. Yeah, the I one feel... we know is, is a... No, I, I, it's, no I think she's... As far as long as I, no, actually, it's a very old relationship. But the, really? the, the trick is with that that relationship is that uh, one of them is bisexual and the other one uh, isn't. How long have they been together, though? I think she said. Uh, uh, oops, I think that person said. <laughs> um, we only work with one girl. Oh no! <laughs> nah, uh, I think that person said like quite, actually quite a while, like for may, possibly more than ten years. Wow! Like or like at least they've like known each other and like you know been, okay that's pretty long which is yeah. it's interesting and i guess that, like so our friends are not that long mm. are they oh yeah, yeah definitely 10 years probably longer oh yeah huh i think they met i still think it's like like 2008 <laughs> maybe 2007 2008 probably oh, yeah that's right that's right i always forget when they met but they have that same thing you were talking about, where they they're always like, oh no no, she like they like go they, for it, yeah, go for yeah. it. And they communicate like they communicate a lot, and uh, I, I guess it's because they're like they, to each other they represent that that anchor where right. of like everything that that you know a relationship should mean, and then together they decide to have their fun outside of it, and I guess that's how it works. Is it like way. both ways, or is it like one sided? Um, I. I feel like it's different. Yeah. It, 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 like, it really for me depends. Personally, like I could, I could easily let her go. I could let you go mm-hmm. and fuck around with girls. Yeah. But like, I'm just not at a point where I'd be, I'd be cool with you having sex with other dudes. Right. I don't think. I mean, like maybe, but I, I'm still like personally, eh, it, it would just feel. And it's not that I like don't trust you or something, but it's just there is that little voice in the back of my mind that's like, is that guy better than me? Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? Which stems from insecurity, stems from me not being as secure in myself and my own, you know, just where I'm at in my life. But I think that, like, there's definitely people that I could see how it would work where it's like, this person is, they're not having two girlfriends. Mm. They're not having two boyfriends. They're having one boyfriend, and then they also go and have sex with other people every once in a while. Mm. You know what I mean? Or one husband, and they go and have sex with one wife or whatever. So it's still kind of almost a monogamous relationship. Mm. The physical aspect, the physical relationships are are not monogamous, but the emotional ones are. And I think that in all honesty, I don't see, personally, I've never seen it work any other way. Mm. I've heard of triads and things like that. And like, they almost always blow up Mm. because one person's needs will just not be met. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just inevitable. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like. There's nothing wrong with getting your kinks with your three ways or your orgies or your cuckoldry or whatever it is that you want, but just, <laughs> you know, just like let, let it be in the bedroom and not in the home, in my opinion. Like just yeah. keep it in the bedroom, keep it out of the home. Cause like, I just can't see how that would work. Maybe it would. And we just don't know, but I just feel like after all this time, I feel like there would be one society that has triads or, or yeah, quads. <laughs> quads. I don't know, but yeah, but you know what I mean. Like there would be there would be one that isn't just these two people are yeah. together. You know, like every single one is like that, and it's like mm, maybe there's something to do, like something to that. Mormons, you know, yeah, supposedly. Like, I don't know about that. Right. Seems like fishing, <laughs> uh, yeah. you know. So there's the whole. I, <laughs> I won't say much, and I don't want to ruin, like upset any Mormons who listen. Um, yeah, you've just lost your Mormon audience. Man. Uh, you got, no, they're the best ones. <laughs> <laughs> they're the ones I needed. Um, but yeah, I mean that that pretty much uh, that, that sums up everything, I guess. And to go back to the original question, um, what is normal is. There really, there, there isn't one. I don't, I don't think there is one because it's there's too much variation. There's too many circumstances that can happen in one person's life to really say that he's normal. Even if someone has a completely, uh, like, uh, can't think of the word, uh, similar interest to another person. In even like you know they're gonna have different preferences and like the the kind of girl they like or maybe you right know, the details. Yeah, the details and all of it and. I guess in a, in a, I suppose in probably I think people should maybe try to be a little bit more understanding when it comes to absolutely everybody in their sort of weird kinks because it kind of leads to like these massive problems we have particularly with something like pedophilia and well, pedophilia, uh, pedophilia <laughs> where we're gonna have these people that are just gonna be condemned and be monsters forever and they're never really gonna you know. Actually, we're not going to try and figure it out. So. Yeah, we're never really going to have an actual solution for them other than maybe having a VR set where they can sort of like, <laughs> yeah. never have an actual genuine human is. connection. And it's it's kind of sad in a weird way. And not to say that, that we should just, you know... you know, Free for all. Yeah, and everything like that. We should definitely, like, figure it out. But, uh, I know, yeah, I definitely feel like there's a lot of um, there's a lot of things that aren't asked or really, like, figured out to this stuff and yeah. hopefully get to the bottom of it a little bit more. Uh, but aside from that, is there anything else you guys like to add? 
Um, I mean, just like, I think that people should definitely be more understanding, but I think that there's this, this weird, um, almost militarism about understanding. And it's like, I think that you need to also be understanding of people that are not understanding, as strange as that sounds. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that maybe governing bodies should not be as as quick to misunderstand or quick to judge, but I think individuals, it takes time for people to understand things. We don't all understand things on the same level at the same time at the same pace, you know? So I think that, because if you look at a lot of these cultures, you know, the SJW cultures of... Yeah. Of, well, you should just understand my cocktail of anxiety and depression and sexuality. Why, how? How would I? <laughs> you know, first yeah. of all, you're not communicating it with me at all on much of a, uh, on any level. Mm. And second of all, that's your individual sexuality. And I think that if you want to use tools available to, you to find people that are similar to your sexuality, that's great. If you want to get up on your soapbox, however, and say that everyone is owed to understand you for the sake of you merely existing, and then be angry and have, you know, a sort of venomous hatred towards anyone that doesn't see things the way that you see them, which is essentially them not understanding, I think that that, that is kind of the other edge of that sort, you know, that's the other, that's the, the pendulum swinging too far to the other side. Right. Yeah. You know, which is something that we also have to be care very careful of. Yeah. And I, I kind of see that happening right now. Yeah. You know, like a compassion for uh, just kind of everybody, even the ones that are right. It's a lack of compassion of people that have a lack of compassion, yeah. <laughs> which is ironic because yeah. it's like you're then having a lack of compassion. Mm -hmm. You're yeah. joining them. You know, yeah, exactly. like, yeah, exactly. the thing that you're claiming puts you on this moral high ground, you're abandoning, but still saying that you're on the soapbox and saying that you have the moral high ground. It's, it's, it, it makes no sense to me, yeah. but yeah, I think that that's, so that's really the, the one thing that we have to be careful of, I think, because I don't think it's going to, at least not for a while, I don't think the pendulum's going to swing back to the way it was when we were growing up of people being like, well, at least not in America, I don't think. Well, at least not in our part of America. Yeah. <laughs> like, because that's the other thing is, like, there are vastly different parts of America where they are still, like, gay people aren't great and blah, blah, blah. But here, it's starting to become almost like straight people that don't understand me are the, the devil, you know? Practically yeah. that type of mindset. It's kind of like left-wing people that go so left-wing, right. they end up being kind of right-wing. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. They, they all, it's, you know, they all kind of become the same person just, yeah, just different over skin, different yeah. things yeah. you know so that's that's really all i can think of to contribute to that part of that conversation for sure anything for you jenny or i have no idea yeah. <laughs> you just, you just can't wait to get some vr actually yeah. i mean no, that sounds amazing no it's, it's just like another you know another another porn yeah another some, it's another, like a higher it's what? just better porn. Yeah. You know what I, I, I do? The only thing actually I do worry about that thing is um, that thing I worry about that thing I can't speak um, <laughs> is when that you should it, do a podcast. I know, right? Got <laughs> 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 what a good idea. Um, if that comes about, I do. The only thing I worry about is when if people are doing this, kind of, they're kind of being satisfied already. So it almost takes away the sort of need to sort of ever 
get good at socializing and learning how to sit like court of the opposite sex. Right. And it's, it's, I would argue that the people that would do that with VR are already doing that with porn. In my opinion, I suppose so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So the type of personality that's already just like, fuck it. I'm just going to abandon social interaction. It's too tough. I don't want to deal with it. You don't think it'll get worse at all with like people that no, I don't have to do anything at all. I don't think so. I think that, that, that people, people want to interact with other people. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, like you do. Suppose, you, yeah, when you're at work, you? or you want whatever, yeah. like you want people around you to validate your decisions and your emotions. You want them to, you know, you, you want friendships that are genuine. You know, like you want you want to interact with other people. You do, mm-hmm. but I think that, um, and it could it could lead to that. But I would just say that, like I said, the people that are already that type of person that are like. I, you know, I don't want to interact with women anymore. Mm. I think they're already doing it with porn because you can already do that with porn. This is true. Yeah. You I, know? S- I suppose it is a, it's a quick fix. And, um, I mean, we, we, in America, we can do that with fucking anything, you know, yeah, like we were much. talking about earlier, like you could do that. You want to eat a burger or cake or whatever, every single meal for every single day. No one's going to stop you. No one's even going to blink an eye. No yeah, one's going to be like, dude, what are you doing? You know, so you want to sit at home and just jack off all day and not go and talk to a girl or whatever. You can do that. <laughs> that one people might be like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> you know? but, um, but, but still, you could do that right now with VR goggles or no, you know, so Let's I, go. I think that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that, that, that people are, yeah, I think that, I don't think it's going to lead to us all just like sitting in a cubicle or yeah it's not gonna be it's not gonna be like wally yeah like the matrix or whatever i do i it does worry me but um yeah i guess guess that pretty much sums up that we'll just you know time will tell and everything but that works and i will leave it at that cool and there we have it folks sexual preferences covered in not too a taboo manner i hope I actually really enjoyed recording this episode because of some of the brilliant points that got brought up. One of my favourite things Dylan mentioned was to be understanding of someone who isn't understanding, which sounds counterintuitive, but in some of these particular circumstances, it's a really difficult and personal thing to open up about, even with people closest to you. For example, a lot of gay and lesbian people who come out to their friends and family have obviously suffered trying to figure out how they're going to go about telling everyone or are still struggling and are covering up whilst living with these urges and desires, almost like holding in the need to go to the bathroom. Eventually, it's going to come out. But the sad reality is not everyone is going to understand or see you in the same light for it, and uh, for even for a particular preference you may have. So being expecting of this kind of thing may benefit you a lot. This topic was also something I feel is a pretty neglected one with not a lot of research and can get quite dark so I'd like to thank Dylan and Dylan sorry and Jen for their time and helping making it a more fun and listenable experience. Until next time stay kinky you bunch of freaks.